This is the Vince Salerno Podcast, Episode 1. Hey guys, welcome to the Vince Salerno Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking the Mummy reboot and the Universal Monsters universe. Also, Quentin Tarantino may not be retiring from directing after all. Some awesome B-roll from Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And we'll be talking about Ghostbusters, the original, and the journey to the new film coming out today. So sit back, relax. The Vince Flannel Podcast starts right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Vince Salerno Podcast on this Friday, July 15th. 2016. I'm your host, Vince Salerno. I am so happy to be here right now doing this podcast. It's been a long way coming. Been a lot of planning and prepping for this, but I'm I'm so happy to be doing this, guys. Um, and just a few things to know about me. Um, I am a current film student here in Escondido, California, studying to become a filmmaker, film director. I've loved films ever since I was a kid. Um, nothing else in the world I wanted to do besides make films, and um, I'm getting closer and closer to achieving that goal. And uh, one thing I like, um, in addition to making films, is I like talking about films. I love talking about the industry, I love talking about franchises, movies, my favorite movies, my least favorite movies, good movies, bad movies, indie films, big-budget franchises, big-budget superhero films, dramas, good movies, bad movies, ugly movies movies you've never heard of. I love talking about it all. Um, so that's where the uh, podcast came in. Um, I tried doing some stuff on YouTube, uh, but I never had time to do it. It just never panned out. Um, all I really had time to do was trailer reactions, which I still do today. Um, but I wasn't doing what I wanted to do with movie talking about movies and stuff. So that's where this podcast comes in, and uh, I'm so happy to be doing this. I'm going to be tuning in every Friday around 12.30, 1 o'clock. Um, that's California time. I don't remember the time zones. <laughs> so um, please tune in. Let me know what you guys think of this uh, this first episode of my podcast. Um, so let me give you a quick rundown of how this is going to work. So first, I'm going to do, do the top five of the week, which is the my top five favorite stories in movie news to come out this week. We're going to run down all of them, and we're going to talk about them and get my thoughts on them and hopefully get your thoughts on them as well. So then we're going to be talking about one topic extensively, which is just like anything like film-related, filmmaking, um, a movie, a film franchise, something particular to do with filmmaking, like like, what camera should you get as a young filmmaker? Um, like, you know, producing stuff, directing stuff, writing stuff, all sorts of just film stuff. It's just one topic. So today we're going to talk about Ghostbusters, the original film, the franchise throughout the years, the failed sequel, and to where we are now with the reboot, and some words to those haters out there who are bashing this movie. Um, and then at the end, um, normally I take Twitter questions, um, once the show gets more traction, I'll get more. But I do have one Twitter question I will answer today. Then I'm going to talk briefly about the Star Wars Celebration coverage, because um, that's coming on right now. Love to touch up on that. So, let's get started. So, first off, um, uh, flash casting. That was That's number five for today. Uh, Rick... Famiyua, I'm probably butchering that last name, uh, the director of Dope, 
um, is close to casting what is believed to be the female lead, Iris West, for the Flash movie. Um, it's believe, I believe uh, the report says that Kirstie Clemens, who played the f- one of the supporting characters in the movie Dope, um, is, in to- is the frontrunner for the female lead. Um, also in talks is Rita Ora and Lucy, Lucy Boyton. I don't know that name. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the movie Dope. Uh, I saw it kind of late in the game. I actually probably saw it like three months ago. Um, but it's a, it's a great movie. It's a really fun coming-of-age movie about a kid who <laughs> gets, finds a gun, or a high school kid who finds a gun and um, drugs in his backpack, and he's trying to figure out how to, how to sell it, how to get rid of it. Um, and it's a lot about, like, growing up and who you want to who you want to the world to see you as and what you want to do with your life and being your own person it's a really funny coming of age movie set in uh an oversaturated los angeles uh, it's really cool i love the i love the coloring in this movie i believe it's los angeles i could be wrong <laughs> um but yeah great movie and i was so happy when rick uh fumiyu was announced as the director for the flash and it makes sense that uh, he's casting Kersey Clemens as the female lead, um, just because they've worked together, they know each other very well. Makes sense. So I am totally thumbs up for Kersey Clemens as Iris West, if that's who, who she's even going to play. Um, I don't know Rita Ora. I don't know Lucy Boyton. I've never seen their work. So cool, but eh, whatever. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, so... This past week, some set photos from the new Mummy reboot of the Mummy franchise have debuted, uh, showing us our first look at Sofia Botella as the Mummy. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know, this reboot stars Tom Cruise as this like Navy SEALs guy, and he somehow discovers uh, Sofia Botella's Mummy. Um, she's It's a woman this time, it's not a man. And it takes place, um, I believe it takes place in modern day. Um... Otherwise, I don't know much about it. Um, but this this universe, it's, it's going to be part of the Universal Monster franchise. So knowing that and knowing the star power they're getting, um, I'm getting excited for this for this franchise. Um, I wouldn't say particularly this movie because, I don't know, it, just, it seems weird setting the mummy in present day. But I think they want to set the franchise in present day. I don't know. Um, but I think this is, uh, I think she looks really cool as the mummy. Um, she looks very frightening, um, but you can still tell it's Sophia Botella. Um, and she's already proven herself to be great in multiple occasions. She's in, uh, Kingsman. She plays the girl with the, the weird sword legs. That was really badass. <laughs> um, she also has a role in Star Trek Beyond as this, uh, white and black alien chick. Um, don't know what's going on with her, but I'm I'm excited to see Star Trek Beyond, so we'll see. But um, yeah, I, I'm totally buying her uh, look, and uh, I'm sure she's going to do a great job. And I hope I hope the movie's a success. Um, which leads into uh, our next story, uh, well, next part of the Mummy, the Mar- the the uh, Universal Monsters franchise. Um, Javier Bardem, who is uh, for me most notably known as the villain of Skyfall, um, he is being sought after by Universal to play Frankenstein, which I think is really cool. Um, Javier Bardem is a, one of the best working actors today, 
And um, he's a great he's just yeah, he's just a great actor. He just gives it 110% every role he does. And um I'd love to see him in this uh in this role. And it just goes to show what type of franchise this is going to be. They're getting hardcore talent. They got Tom Cruise, they got um Sofia Batella, they got Johnny Depp playing the Invisible Man. They got a uh, 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 Russell Crowe playing Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Um, there's rumors that Dwayne Johnson will be the Wolf Man. I hope not, but star power. And now hearing this, it's like this makes sense. They're getting talent. They're getting movie stars, and I think they're setting up the puzzle pieces for potentially a really awesome franchise. Um, I really hope this pans out. I really hope that Javier Bardem signs on for uh, Frankenstein. And I hope this franchise overall is successful. I'd really love to see this take off as sort of something different from the superhero franchise. So we'll see. All right, moving on. Um, Quentin Tarantino has been very vocal about him possibly retiring. Um, No, he said he will retire. Let me rephrase that. He said after his 10th film, he will retire. Now he's saying that he could come out of retirement um, saying that he has the right to come out of retirement if he has a good idea. He also said that um, Hans Landa, the villain from Inglorious Bastards, is the best character he's ever written and the best character he will ever write. Um, now, I picked this subject because for one of two reasons. Um, one, I love Tarantino's work. I think Tarantino's a freaking genius, and his style is just... Um, it's 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 unreplicatable if that's even a word. <laughs> um, you can't replicate his style. Like Quentin Tarantino films are made by Quentin Tarantino and no one else. And Inglorious Bastards is one of my favorite Tarantino film. Uh, it, it's number two, number one being Pulp Fiction. I just I love every film he's ever done. Tarantino, at least every film that he's done that I've seen. I haven't seen all of them yet, but I, I've seen Pulp Fiction. I've seen Inglorious Bastards, and those two are my favorite. Tarantino films. Love them. Um, and I also picked a story because, number two, I don't think he's going to retire. Like, he says he's going to retire. He says, oh, yeah, I, I want to do, like, film reviews or write books now. It's like, you're not going to retire. Especially someone that creative and that, like, he loves film. And you can tell he loves this work. He loves this job. I don't think he's going to retire. If he, I think he's going to take a break. I think he's going to take a very long break. But I don't think he's going to retire. I think he'll definitely come back. I think he'll make more movies. He's going to make movies until the day he dies. Which hopefully is later rather than sooner. Um, so yeah, as long as there is breath in Quentin Tarantino, he will still direct movies. I firmly believe that. And hopefully one of those movies will be a part three of uh, uh, Kill Bill. So he's got two more films left before he supposedly retires. So we'll see how that pans out. All right, moving on to our next story. Um, So a couple, I think a couple months ago, uh, the rights to a Pokemon movie were being uh, auctioned off by, uh, it was in a bidding war with, with many studios, one of them being Legendary, the studio behind, uh, uh, I believe, the Batman films, um, 
the, the studio behind uh, Godzilla, the studio behind uh, Jurassic World. Um, they recently, with the with the recent inter, uh, internet internet sensation, I guess not internet sensation. Um, the recent mobile sensation that is Pokemon Go. Uh, Legendary has jumped on a possible deal to buy the movie rights to Pokemon and possibly get a film made based on the property. Um, To which I say, about damn time. I've been waiting for a Pokemon live-action movie since I saw Pokemon the first movie. And that was like, I saw Pokemon the first movie like 10 years after it came out. Um... I was just like I was I was in a kind of a Pokemon phase at the time. Not I'm not a big fan of Pokemon, but I I grew up with it and I know enough about Pokemon to get excited about it. And this gets me excited. It's like I've been waiting for a live action Pokemon movie for a long time. I don't know the lore and the do's and don'ts of Pokemon as well as some people might, but uh, I know enough to get excited about it. And I think this is a great idea. If Legendary jumps on this opportunity, they're going to make boatloads of money. And I I think Pokemon could be a million dollar – no, a billion dollar movie. I very very much think that Pokemon could make – easily make a billion dollars at the box office. So if you want to – Legendary better drop – better jump on this right now. Um, currently, no deal is set in stone. I think they're in negotiations, but I really hope that they uh, pick this up and make a movie, especially now that Pokemon, I believe, is celebrating their anniversary. And with the game, which celebrates everything that we love about Pokemon, um, catching the the Pokemon, um, training them, going around, just walking around, it, it celebrates like like uh, group activity and... and um, Sort of this, it's it's fun. I have the game. I'm one of those people who've fallen victim of Pokemon Go, and it's fun. I love it. Uh, I haven't played it a lot, but it's it's a fun game for those of you who love Pokemon. So, um, Legendary is very smart to jump on this idea. Whether they actually get it or not is another question. I hope they do. All right, moving on to our fifth and final top five topic of the day. Um, so this morning. Uh, Lucasfilm, of course, we all know that um, Star Wars Celebration is going on right now, and um, the Rogue One panel happened about a couple hours ago, uh, and they released this awesome, just super cool, um, three, two and a half minute behind the scenes um, featurette for a Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Um, now, granted, I'm not as excited for Rogue One as I was for The Force Awakens. I I love Star Wars. I'm the biggest Star Wars fan out there, one of them. <laughs> but um, this film just doesn't get me excited because it's a it's in a it's in a world we know. Granted new things are happening, but I don't know, I just feel a little underwhelmed by this movie. Hopefully the new trailer comes out tonight. Hopefully that will spark my interest and I'll be saying I'll be humming a different tune but uh, this doesn't get me as excited for as 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 Force Awakens because Force Awakens I think I'm I'm really looking forward to the saga films episode 8 episode 9 possibly 10 11 12 if they even go that far um I'm over the moon for those this is a new story with new characters 
and uh, possibly the only new char- the only character we're going to recognize in this film is Darth Vader and Han Solo if Alden Ehrenreich makes that cameo appearance that was rumored. So uh, I don't know about... Um, I, I mean, I, I know Rogue One's going to be great. It's going to be a great film. I personally am just not too excited about it. I'm looking forward more to Star Wars 8, which hopefully we get the title for this week. Um, regardless, this footage was amazing. As a filmmaker, I love seeing stuff like this. Uh, you saw shots of uh, the crew on camera moving things around. You saw physical, practical effects, people in costumes, explosions, green screens, blue screens, people running, people getting thrown over with explosions, stormtroopers, uh, characters that we've seen already, characters we may not have seen already. It just looks like this movie is going to be fun. And it looks like this movie is going to be that gritty war film we wanted it to be. Despite what you think about the reshoots and that the movie's in trouble, I don't think it is. These, this footage sets that tone that this is going to be a hardcore Star Wars Dirty Dozen-esque war movie. And that's exactly what I wanted it to be. So hopefully I'm not disappointed. Um, Just so you guys know, um, if you go to my YouTube channel... Search Vince Salerno dash the Big V seventy five. Uh, I will be posting my um, my trailer reaction for Rogue One: A Star Wars Story. Hopefully, either tonight or tomorrow. I'm not sure, but um, look out for that on my YouTube channel. Um, I'm really excited to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, awesome footage. Can't wait for the movie. Not as excited as I am for Force Awakens or Episode Eight, but nevertheless, as a Star Wars fan, I am. Can't wait to see Rogue One, and I cannot wait to see a badass Darth Vader slaying rebels on the battlefield with his lightsaber, doing that um, frisbee toss lightsaber thing we see him do in the video games. I cannot wait to see that Darth Vader on screen. That'll be a dream come. I will geek out in my seat if that happens. So let's pray to God that happens. All right, that was the top five for this week. That's uh, Flash Casting, Kersey Clemens as Iris West, uh, Sophia Botella set photos on The Mummy, and Frankenstein Casting, Tarantino may not retire, um, Pokemon movie getting possibly picked up by Legendary, and the Rogue One behind-the-scenes footage. That's the top five. Let me know what you guys thought of my my thoughts, and I want to hear your thoughts. Um, Comment below. Let me know what you guys thought. And if you want to hear more about stuff, let me know, and maybe I'll think about talking about it for next episode. Okay, so now we're moving on to the uh, long conversation, which is probably going to be about ten minutes long. Um, Ghostbusters. I am a huge fan of Ghostbusters. I can recount to when I first watched the first movie, and I was just immediately taken taken in by the franchise, by this, this idea. It was so great. We've come a long way to get a new Ghostbusters film, whether it's the sequel or the now reboot. It's gotten a bunch of hate for multiple reasons. It's coming out in theaters today, and apparently it's good. Some even say it's really good. It holds a 75% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes currently. And um, I just want to talk about it because I, I, I have a lot to say on this subject. So here we go. 
So starting with the original. So when I was, uh, I want to say maybe 13 years old, um, it was Halloween, Halloween weekend. Excuse me. And my mom had bought like three or four um, Halloween ghosty movies. Like she bought... um, she bought Ghostbusters. She's she bought. Um, gosh, I can't even remember what she bought. They're probably terrible movies. That's why I don't remember. Uh, uh, she rented Monster House, that animated movie about the kids who try to take down the house. But then she bought Ghostbusters, and I saw it. And I was just like, the cover is like, this is kind of cool. They're like action heroes or whatever. I had no idea who Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, or Ernie Hudson were at the time. And then we watch it. My older sister, Rachel, and my mom and I, we watch it. My mom has seen it. I think Rachel had seen it before, too. And then I'm just, I'm just having a ball. I loved the entire thing. Everything about the movie was brilliant. I laughed. I cried. It was amazing. And the practical effects, the way they did that, I love... I love 80s practical effects. That was just the coolest thing to me. Um, so I loved this movie, and it stuck with me. I loved it for... I still love it. Consistently, I'm loving it. <laughs> and it's influenced a lot of my ideas as a filmmaker, um, quite literally. <laughs> and um, I, if you follow me on Facebook, which you probably don't, if you can, want to, you can at VinceSolano-TheBigger75. That's my Facebook page like it there. I'll put the link in the video or in the, the podcast. <laughs> um, every, every Halloween, I would change my profile picture to that page of the Ghostbusters logo. And then I would post like the progress of a, a third Ghostbusters movie because I just can't, could not wait like what, after I saw the original, I, I needed to see the second one as soon as possible. So uh, my dad, God bless him, rented the second movie for me, watched that one, wasn't as static about it as I was with the first one, but still, like, it's Ghostbusters, it's something. At least it's got the Ghostbusters name on it, and that's what made me so happy when I saw Ghostbusters 2. Not as great as the original, of course, but still, I watched it and enjoyed it because it was had the Ghostbusters name on it. And transitioning today, um, and just given the long and painful journey we've taken to another Ghostbusters movie, at that at this point, all I wanted was another movie. I just wanted to see the Ghostbusters again. Um, if it was a passing of the torch if it was a reboot, I, I, I just needed it to be good, and I needed it to feel like the original Ghostbusters. And that's why I'm okay with this reboot. Um, so, I mean, I initially, I was sort of, I was one of those bad mouthers who was like, this is stupid, why are you getting a female cast? Why are you rebooting the series? Make a sequel. You can have a female cast. No, you should even have a female cast. I suggested you have males and females. I think that should have been the concept from the beginning. Despite what Paul Feig does best. I mean, maybe it was... I don't know. I, I, I'm seeing the movie tonight, so I'll find out. 
But, um, anyways, I, 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 had hard, I had very strong feelings about this. Then when they announced the casting of Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy and Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones, I was totally against Leslie Jones in this movie. Uh, but once I saw the first photo... Uh, set picks and stuff, I started to get more and more like, okay, all right, I'll dig into this. They don't look terrible. And then I got I got really excited. I started to get used to the fact that this was going to be a female-centric reboot of the Ghostbusters. I just thought, we're getting a new movie. And that's that's that alone is reason to get excited. Like, the fact that we're, that we're getting a new Ghostbusters movie, whether it's a reboot or a sequel, is just... Duh! I couldn't believe it. And when the first trailer dropped, you can see my trailer reaction on YouTube. I am happy. I am as high as a kite. <laughs> I'm really happy. But after that, I looked at it a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, ten. And I, that I, I, people were, were not happy with the trailer. And... Once I had seen it that many times, I started to think they're they're kind of right. This doesn't look great. It it's not a great representation of the movie. But that was that had to be my that that was my hope then that the trailer was just a terrible representation of the movie, and the movie itself was actually a really really good movie. So that was that has been my hope leading up to this day, and um, it's still my hope, even though it's got a seventy five percent approval rating and it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm still hoping that I don't hate it, and I don't think I will. Um, but it, but the footage, some of the footage they've been releasing now recently, makes it look funny. Some of the, the TV spots have released more funny-looking footage, and it looks like a fun movie. A great blend of like science fiction, uh, ghosts, supernatural horror stuff. I love, I just love the concept of these people, and they're like blue-collar, middle-class people trying to make a living as, as exterminators. And then they have to become these like low-level exterminators to heroes. They save the world, and on a, such a supernatural level. And the proton packs, and just I'm I'm big on science fiction. So lasers and neon colors and and weapons and stuff. That's all me. I love it. And that's why I'm I can't wait to see this movie. I'm so excited to see this movie tonight. I and it, just being a Ghostbusters fan, I can't wait. I am so excited. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a great time. And I hope it makes a lot of money. And I hope we get a Ghostbusters cinematic universe because we've been wanting more Ghostbusters. And now that Ghostbusters is back in the, uh, in the, in, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a modern topic for discussion. People are talking about Ghostbusters. This is what I wanted. People talking about Ghostbusters. People getting excited about Ghostbusters. So, to haters who have either are sexist or just hate the fact this movie exists, um, first off, I'm going to address the sexist people. It's like, 
I know there's not a lot of you out there. I know most of you are, have gotten over the female cast, but there are some of you out there who are still angry about a female cast. Get over it. It's happened. Ghostbusters is not a male thing. Ghostbusters is not a female thing. Ghostbusters is a Ghostbusters thing. How many people were complaining when Janine in the cartoon series, The Real Ghostbusters, became a Ghostbuster? How many people were complaining when... uh, I don't even know. (laughs) My point is, Ghostbusters is something for everybody. And if you can't represent all the sexes, all everybody who wants to be represented, then it's not as fun. And I'm... I admit, I was against the female casting, only because I wanted it to be a sequel. If they were daughters or just people that were brought on as replacements, I would have been fine with that, as long as it was a sequel that continued the lore. But over time, I got used to it being a reboot. The The original cast, as, as far as I know, has are cameoing in the movie. They're passing the torch on in a way, and that's good enough for me. So, stop being sexist, get over it, and learn to accept these new Ghostbusters, because they're not leaving anytime soon. And then, to... I'm going to get really mad here, but to all the morons who continue to bash this movie, even after it's proven itself to be a film that deserves a 75% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, That's getting good reviews, for the most part. I'm hearing it's not great, but it's good. You're a moron if you are deliberately trying to dislike reviews, um, accuse people of being paid off by Sony to, to promote the movie, and you're a moron if you can't get over the fact that this movie may actually be good. No, no, no. You're an even bigger moron if you can't if, if you haven't seen the movie and you're still judging it, you're a moron. You want to be credible? You want to be taken seriously about your opinion on Ghostbusters? Go see the movie and then tell me if it's bad. But don't go disliking every review, every trailer. Don't start this, this, this twisted and, and, and weird and just odd and dumb group this mission to hate and bash and destroy this movie because if you really love Ghostbusters you would be happy that we're getting Ghostbusters we're celebrating Ghostbusters yes the jokes may not have worked in the trailers it may not look like the greatest comedy of all time yes Ghostbusters, the original, may be a genie-in-the-bottle situation, but this movie is good, according to Rotten Tomatoes. And if you can't accept that, then don't say anything. Just shut up. I don't want to hear your negative opinion if you haven't seen the movie. If you've seen the movie and you actually hated it, then that's you. You have that opinion that you're entitled to. I get that. But don't be bashing on a movie you haven't even seen. And don't make it your lifelong mission to make sure this movie 
suffers and never sees the light of day. Because you know what? It's going to do good at the box office. It's going to do good. And you're going to get more Ghostbusters movies. So either you get with the program or just go away. And that's what I have to say to you haters. (laughs) So yes, I'm very much looking forward to Ghostbusters tonight. I'm going to see it tonight with some friends. Uh, I will be posting my review on SoundCloud, so be on the lookout for that this weekend as well. Whew, okay. Um, So now we come to the time where I would take Twitter questions. I don't have a lot because I'm actually getting it out there that I need Twitter Twitter questions. Twitter, Twitter questions. Can't speak today. Um, So my hope is that uh, in the future you will will tweet me. I do have one question I will answer. It's Ghostbuster related, which I may have already answered in a way, Um, but I will answer anyways. Um, But for future references, if you want to get a question on the show, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at TheBigView75 and then ask your question – Tag me in it, and then use the hashtag, the Vince Salerno podcast. Don't just use the word podcast. Use the Vince Salerno podcast, and I will know to put that question in the show. So our one Twitter question today comes from George Dahl, good friend of mine, actually. Thanks for sending in the question, George. I appreciate it. Uh, And he writes, a Ghostbusters remake... Seems like a lame cash grab. Everyone wanted part three, yet you're very excited. What am I missing? Uh, Good question, George. Thank you for your question. Um, Okay, the reason why I'm excited about Ghostbusters is I've actually kind of already said it. Um, I've been waiting for another Ghostbusters movie for so long that I just I just want something from the move from the from from the lore of Ghostbusters. I just want a movie. And I want it to be good. I want it to feel like Ghostbusters, and I want it to be good. I don't care at this point if it's a remake, or reboot, sorry, uh, or a sequel, if it pays tribute to the original, and if it's fun and it feels like a Ghostbusters movie, I'll be happy. And you're right. Um, In this modern age, everyone's pulling out of the drawers old franchises they can resurrect, one of which is Ghostbusters that's been resurrected. Um, And it may be a lame, seem like a lame cash grab, but for people like me who are nostalgic with Ghostbusters, um, I just, I just, like I said, I want to see another Ghostbusters movie. And if this is the way we get it, then that's fine. Um, So I'm excited because I want to see more Ghostbusters movies. I want to see more movies from Ghost Corpse. Um, <clears throat> and I, I agree with you, George. I want to see part three, too. I wanted to see a sequel, some continuation of the franchise, the current franchise, the, the original franchise, the original uh, timeline, I should say. I wanted to see those characters again, George. I really did. But at this point, Bill Murray kept saying no. Uh, Dan Aykroyd kept writing more scripts and telling us we're going to shoot in 2012, 2014, 2015, 2016, until we're finally getting a movie in 2016. So um, I'm tired of waiting. 
and I'm ready to just enjoy this movie. I'm ready to enjoy Ghostbusters again. I'm ready to feel the same feeling I got when I watched the original for the first time. I'm ready to see Ghostbusters in the modern world, and I'm ready to see it updated with with CGI and, and animation and all these cool effects, like Star Wars, for example, Force Awakens. Um, one reason why I was excited for Star Wars was because we're getting a new story in the Star Wars universe told today. And there's these new technology, the, Fal- the Millennium Falcons being done in CGI for the first time, TIE Fighters, Star Destroyers, lightsabers, the special effects are, are are awesome today. Despite what you think about CGI, it's 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 a good it's a cool tool, and I I was excited to see Ghostbusters have that same treatment done. So to answer your question, George, I'm excited because I'm tired of waiting. I wanted to see a sequel as you did, but I'm ready to have Ghostbusters back in my life. So that's why I'm excited for the movie. Thank you for your question, George. Really appreciate it. All right, so I'm going to really quick touch up on Star Wars Celebration. Um, there's a crap ton of movie news coming out for Rogue One at Celebration. A teaser poster for Rogue One came out. Um, the the uh, panel for Rogue One happened. The Star Wars uh, Rogue One trailer is coming out tonight on ABC. I'm going to be tuning in for that and watching the trailer, doing my reaction to it. Um, the The Mark Hamill panel was today. Uh, I believe the Star Wars show is live streaming the entire event, uh, so there's plenty more to come. I I believe we're going to get a couple of announcements. We're going to possibly get a episode eight teaser, a very very small teaser, similar to the one we got from Rogue One, that animation thing. I believe we're going to get the title for episode eight. I believe we're going to get uh, some stuff from Han Solo. We'll probably get the official Han Solo movie title and Alden Ehrenreich coming out on stage talking about the movie. And I also think they're going to announce the next spinoff movie after episode nine, which I think will be an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff. I hope. Um, so I'll, I will cover all that stuff as one of the top five um, come uh, next Friday for episode two of the Vince Lerno podcast. Uh, but that's all that's going on right now. Uh, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna go home right now and watch all the content they've released so far, and wait for that dang trailer, and wait for Ghostbusters. Also, guys, Netflix just dropped the Stranger Things series uh, on on Netflix, and. If you love 80s, if you love science fiction, if you love Steven Spielberg, if you love uh, Stephen King, you should watch this series. I'm going to go home and watch the series with my friend Eric because um, we love the 80s, and we're really excited to see this because it looks like a very scary, creepy, yet fun 80s series, and I can't wait to dig my teeth into this. Also, I own a writer. Not a bad decision to cast her. Um... So yeah, that's it, guys. That is all I have to say. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Vince Lerno Podcast. Once again, I'm so excited to be starting this podcast, and I want to know your thoughts. What did you guys think of the first episode? Uh, should I do things differently? What did you think of this theme song? The theme song is done by my good friend Jacob Hodavy. 
Um, so if you see Jacob, if you know Jacob, give him a shout out. Let him know you did a great job with the theme song. I think you did a kick-ass job with it. Thank you, Jacob. You rock. Um, that being said, uh, you guys can follow me all over social media, particularly on Twitter at TheBigView75, on Instagram at TheBigView75 underscore Vince. And then I will post the rest of my social media links in the description of this video. Um, next week will be another special episode because I'll be talking about Star Trek and the 50th anniversary of Star Trek with uh, Star Trek Beyond coming out next weekend. And we'll also have our first special guest, uh, Eric Jenkins, my good friend. Um, he's a really smart guy, loves Star Trek, knows almost everything about Star Trek. I cannot wait to have him on the show. First special guest. So excited. Um, with that being said, guys, I will see you guys next week. Thank you for watching. God bless and peace out. Thank you.